Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God is good and he's worthy to be praised. And I am so glad that I am able to minister tonight. And I want to welcome you all to Judah Fire for our very first time. (laughs) God is good. God is good. And we say to God, be all the glory this wonderful opportunity, and we believe that God, by his Holy Spirit, will minister to each of us tonight as he sees fit. He knows what we need. He knows where we are in our life. He knows the journey that we're taking, and we know that the steps of a good man, a good woman, are ordered by the Lord. We received that tonight, and we want to thank Pastor Ty Ty Daly for extending this opportunity to share. Tonight, I feel led of the Lord to go to the book of Matthew, chapter 6. And I want to speak from the thought, where's your mountain? Where's your mountain? Where is your mountain? Father, in Jesus' name, we come as humble as we know how, asking for grace and mercy and the anointing that come from you to rest upon us tonight that we might have an encounter, O God, with your word, that we might be changed and renewed and revived and elevated your word. So have your way tonight. We trust you. We trust that you know what we need. And we wait now for what it is that you would have to say to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Where is your mountain? As I was studying and reminiscing about some of the conversations that I had encountered with some new converts came to me, you don't pray demons away. You don't pray demons away. Victory over demonic attack requires spiritual warfare. And you can't do spiritual warfare if you are not positioned. First, I want to talk about prayer. What is prayer? We're talking about positioning for spiritual warfare. Got to be prayed up, right? So what is prayer? Prayer is beseeching or entreating God. It is for requesting wisdom and knowledge about how to handle a situation or for interceding 
for others or asking for forgiveness and entreating God for the promises that he made to us in his word. Spiritual warfare is what Jesus called speaking to the mountain, speaking to the mountain. This is done after we've paid our spiritual bills and are ready to stand in the authority of Jesus and address an ungodly situation. With spiritual warfare, we speak to spiritual beings, godly and ungodly. And we issue word-based, biblical-based, directions or commands to bring a situation to a godly, successful result. Spiritual warfare is defined in Matthew Matthew 17 and 20. It says, For verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, Ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing, no thing, thank you, Lord, shall be impossible unto you. Now here's where most Christians stumble. We fail to realize that when Jesus taught about speaking to the mountain, he wasn't so much as referring to the physical mountain, talking about those demonic attacks. Let's look at Matthew 17. Matthew 17, verses 14 through 21. I'm going to read that says, and when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon. Thank you, Lord. And it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here. There and it will move, and nothing, no thing will be impossible to you. However, 
this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Thank God for the reading of his word. He only figuratively used the term mountain because of where they stood geographically. Remember, he and his disciples had just come down from the mountains. So they were located in a mountainous area. More importantly, Jesus was trying to get them to understand his kingdom. That's what he does. He always has a purpose. He always has a motive. He was trying to get them to understand his kingdom. And his kingdom is not earth-based. Again, his kingdom is not earth. Kingdom is for realms of the spirit and in the line of the people of faith. Oh, you can look in John 18 and 36 or Ephesians 5 and 5 or Matthew 10, 7 and 8. You can look in any of those scriptures, but you can also look in Matthew chapter 6. Verse 10, does your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thank you, Lord. Jesus instructs them to pray for kingdom, not for things, but for kingdom, because kingdom will release all things. So you don't have to spend a whole lot of time doing warfare about things if you pray for kingdom. Because when you pray for kingdom, all of these other things will be added unto you. So what happens when kingdom is released? The angels of God, angels of God, the ministering spirits are assigned to respond to our Faith-based confession in the name of the anointed one, Jesus. The falling angels, the fallen angels, conversely, are compelled to submit. That's what we have to understand. Fallen angels, conversely, are compelled to submit to these same faith-based Confessions. This is a principle given to us to live by. He wants us to stand on our own two feet while exercising the authority he's given us over the devil, over an ungodly environment and activity or circumstance. Sometimes you will find believers praying over things that God has instructed us to wage spiritual warfare against. Think I need to say that one more time. Sometimes you'll find believers praying over things that God has instructed us to wage spiritual warfare 
against. It's a weak and passive action that is based on the hope that through submission, God will do all the work. He wants us to wage spiritual warfare against the attacks of the enemy, against those spiritual matters that have the nerve to come up against the children of God. You got to understand that we have the authority. We've been anointed by God. When you give your life to Christ and you say yes to the Lord, you say yes to his will, you accept Jesus as the son of God. Praise the Lord. He died and he rose again with all power. Hallelujah. And he's released his Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. And we are now heirs and joint heirs with Christ. We receive his message. When you do that, when we do that, we, hallelujah, are kingdom citizens, kingdom citizens. We're on another level. We have a new relationship. We have a new posture and new position. From God's perspective That's spelled out in his word Plain for us to see And to embrace But we must embrace this truth And not be passive We cannot be passive We are soldiers In the army of the Lord Thank you Lord And we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. But none of that is threatening. None of that is intimidating because we know who we are. We know the power of God is at work in us. And if we go forth in the knowledge and the grace and the mercy of God, we will have success. So we don't have to be praying over things that God instructed us to wage spiritual warfare against. You don't have to lie dormant and say, oh, well, maybe God will. Maybe God. No, the devil is a liar. In Jesus' name, God said, his word said, and we command the things. We decree a thing, and it shall be established. And we have the faith to go along with the command. We have the assurance that go along the command. And we activate based on our faith in the word of God. Hallelujah. Something about praying like you know you've got a prayer through. Something about praying, knowing that there's power in the words that come out of your mouth. Because the words that come out of your mouth first come through your spirit. Thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit inspires you as a believer. The Holy Spirit directs you. He guides you. He gives you what to pray and how to pray. Thank you, Lord. And as you yield 
what the Holy Spirit, based on the inside of you, then you utter that prayer out of your mouth, out of your spirit. Amen. So we don't be, we, we don't have to be weak and passive. Weak and passive will get walked over. Weak and passive will cause you to miss an opportunity to turn the situation around. And we don't have no time to miss opportunities in the Lord. I know that's right. We've, we've already missed enough opportunities. We've gone through enough. The devil has done enough. And so you've got to raise up and stand up and go forth in spiritual warfare, knowing that the work has already been done. When God sent his son and the son laid down his life, the father released the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Go ye into all the world. Go forth. Go carry my word. Go win souls. Go and make disciples. Go and be witnesses. Go and do my work. That's why God gives us the power and the authority and his word. The Bible makes this point, you 17 and 20. But verily I say unto you, if ye have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and no thing shall be impossible. Thank you, Lord. Unto you, And you have to let the enemy know, God said, no thing shall be impossible unto me. I'm a child of God. He was talking to me. He was talking about me. He was talking about my position, my place, my stance, my authority, nothing. Thank you, Lord. Give me this mountain. Hallelujah. Nothing shall be impossible unto you. Matthew 21 and 19, and when he saw a fig tree in the way, he came to it and found no nothing thereon but leaves only and said unto it, let no fruit grow on thee henceforward forever. Presently, the fig tree withered away. Oh, there's power. There's power in the words we speak. There's power in the authority. The authority that God has given us is powerful. It's strong. It's effective. Matthew 8 and 28 through 32. There met him Jesus, two demon-possessed men, coming out of the tomb, exceedingly fear. So that no one passed that way. The demons begged him, saying, If you cast us out, permit us to go away into the herd of swine. He said to them, Go. So when they had come out, they went into the herd of swine. And suddenly the whole herd of swine ran violently down the steep place into the sea and perished. In the water 
Mark 11 and 23. For verily I say unto you, that whoso shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, my God, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Somebody needs to hear that tonight. He shall have whatsoever he saith. My, 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 my. Oh, I feel the presence of the Lord right now. I feel the Holy Ghost right now wanting somebody to be inspired by the word of God. He shall have whatsoever he saith. We're confronting an age when both good and evil are being stepped up respectively. And our reaction to this as believers is to step up our spiritual warfare against the satanic disruptions that we encounter, whether personally or globally. We're not quite ready for warfare. Stay in prayer. Stay in the word until God nudges you and lets you know it is time. Praise God. One thing about the season that we're in, more now than ever before, the devil is showing off. He's no longer in the closet. He's no longer in the back. He's no longer in the dark. He's no longer doing it in private. The devil's no longer ashamed. He's front and center. Sin is front and center. Sin is headline. You got more sin in advertising and marketing than you have sales. There was a day and time where advertising and marketing was just based on sales. Now it's promoting sin. Degradation, lawlessness, unrighteousness, riotous living, and all those other things that don't exalt the name of the Lord, that don't produce a righteous and holy life. There's shame. Shame is no longer a a conduit for people to be guided morally. There was a time when you would be ashamed of certain things and that would keep you somewhat restrained and cause you not to do and say. But we're living in a day and time now where evil as well as good are being stepped up respectively. But as I said a few moments ago, our reaction to this as believers it's not to go somewhere and sit down and say, oh, look 
at how the world is turning. Look at how bad it is. Look at how evil the world. No, that's not time for that. God wants us to step up. Step up our spiritual warfare. Pray like you never prayed. Command like you've never commanded. Set order like you never set order before. Take a stance for righteousness and refuse to bow, refuse to submit, refuse to go alone. Lift up a banner of righteousness. What do I mean lift up a banner? Not a physical banner, but your stance, your votes, your social media posts, and all these other ways of witnessing, these other ways of your light shining, these other ways of displaying your stance on the word of God against the wiles of the devil and the evils of our time. Praise the Lord. We're not ready for warfare. If you're not ready, stay in prayer. Don't just stay, but stay praying. (laughs) Don't go somewhere and back down and be quiet and say, I'm just going to let somebody else do the warfare. No, you go and pray that the Lord would ready you, that the Lord would equip you, that the Lord would bring you good sound teaching and instruction and example. Stay in prayer. Stay in the word. When you're ready, God will let you know it is time for you to go forth. Go forth into the vineyard. Go ye into all the world, into all the earth. Praise God. Ephesians 6, verses 13 and 14. Say, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Take unto you the whole armor of God. Take all the word, not just the word that you want, the word that you agree with, the word that's convenient, the word that you agree with. Take on the whole armor of God. Take it off. Whatever God says, take it off. Whatever God stands for, take it off. For God, I live. For God, I die. That ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. Yes, because we're in that day now. We're living in an evil day. And it's the word of God. It's the armor of God that will not only hold you up, but it'll get your mind right. It'll get your feelings and your emotions right. It'll get your appetite right. Not your appetite to make you want some food, but the cravings of your heart, your flesh, and your spirit. The word of God will regulate the appetite of your spirit, my God. So when you're in the evil day, the temptations that were once so great are no longer 
a part of your yearning. Because you have yielded to God and you have put on the whole armor, that's how you'll be able to stand when, when the winds blow, when the arrows are piercing. Stand in that day. Thank you, Lord. And having done all, which means you have to do it all. You got to take it all. You got to go through it all. You got to endure through it all. This is no giving up time. Thank you, Lord. This is no slacking time. After you've done all you can, you prayed, you cried, you waited, you fasted, you stood, you gave, you served. You've done all you can after you've gone as far as you can go in your own knowledge. Thank you, Lord. Well, how in the world does God expect me to stand and I've gone as far as I know how? Because God will step in. Once you've exhausted your know-how, then the Holy Ghost will step in and give you the how. Sometimes the Lord wants us to exhaust all of our know-how. Thank you, Lord. And he'll show us how. He'll position us. He'll feed us. God has many ways of feeding us. Ways we've never discovered, ways we've never studied, ways we've never tapped into before. He'll use the preaching of the gospel. He'll use other means, teachings, instructions, examples. Oh, God want to get something to you. He know how to get it to you. <laughs> Even experiences. Experiences will teach you how to stand. I know that's right. Experiences will teach you how to look back and say, I know that was God who stretched me. Oh, because the old me would have never stood. The old me would have never endured that. The old me would have never restrained and kept myself like I've been kept. That's when you know the power of God is at work in you. Oh, yes, God will show you who you are. You think you know who you are, but God will show you who you are because it's not us anyhow. It's the God in us. It is the power of God that do the work in us. Hallelujah. He gives us to do his good pleasure. <laughs> That's what I love about it. He changes our heart. He changes our heart. He changes our yearnings and our desires. Thank you, Lord. And he takes us to levels of holiness and sanctification that we never thought we could go to. Oh, but God. That's why you got to trust him to help you to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loin truth. Truth is going to stand. Truth is going to endure. Truth will defy the odds. Can't have no false sense of humility, false sense of holiness, false sense of sanctification, false sense of righteousness. That won't stand. Oh, when the enemy really wage war against you and you need to speak to your mountain. If you don't have truth, that mountain you know you're not real. That mountain know you're not made of nothing. Oh, but when you are backed up 
signed up and sealed up by the Holy Ghost, full of the word. You can look the devil in the eye. You can look any situation and tell the devil to go in Jesus' name. Tell the sick to be healed in Jesus' name. Tell the trouble to be at rest in Jesus' name. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. This is what the Holy Spirit wants us to understand about our position in Christ as Christians, as believers. You don't have to accept any and everything. Thank you, Lord. We don't have to yield to everything. We can stand up and declare what thus saith the Lord. What is the will of God in having on the breastplate of righteousness? Righteousness, right standing with God, right relationship with God. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Ha. Glory to God. That's what you want. You want to have a good, solid relationship with God. Thank you, Lord. That's what you want. When you pray, you can say to the enemy, loose here in Jesus' name. I'm coming through for what God said about this or that. And then you can say to God, because I know you like I do. (laughs) Thank you in advance. Because, God, because I know who you are and you know who I am, and because we have a good relationship, I know that which I prayed, you heard me. I know that which I prayed, even the devil in hell heard me. I know that these demons are intimidated. Why? Because, God, I have a relationship with you, and you are mighty. You are powerful. You are true. You're prevailing. You endure. You impact and penetrate the stronghold, and you release mighty blessings to those who believe. That's when you have on the breastplate of righteousness. You can talk to God feeling inferior, humble but not inferior, submitted to God but not inferior, because God said we're the head and not the tail. That don't sound inferior to me. God said we're above and not beneath. We're the lender and not the borrower. I don't hear inferior nowhere in there. No. See, man want us to be inferior. And man want us to have this false humility to have you going around feeling inferior. You're not inferior. You serve a great big God. You serve the God of the universe, the God who created the heavens and the earth. The God who said, let there be and there was. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. The God who told Abraham, go, and I'll tell you what you'll find. Hallelujah. Don't take nobody and don't take, just go. Trust me. I'm God. I'll make a way for you. Thank you, Lord. I'll be your ram in the bush. Thank you, Lord. I'll be your manna in the desert. I'll feed you. Hallelujah. Give you more than enough. Thank you, Lord. I'm that kind of God. Just take me at my word. Hallelujah. God forbid, hallelujah, that we get an ego. Amen. But we got to stand in full faith. Stand in full faith in the name of the anointed Jesus, the God 
That's his word. Yes, Lord. God who will back you when you stand and act on his word. God will back you. Yes, he will. He'll show the world that you're his son, his daughter. He'll show the world. He'll show the enemy. He'll show your mountain. He'll show your storm that if God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Now, God forbid that this should be thought of as an ego exercise, but just the opposite. It is a total submission to the power of God and the unchangeable power of the name of the anointed Jesus. Whatever viciousness the world may show us in the days ahead, our God is stronger and so are his people when they wow the weapons of his warfare. If you are saved, born again, if you are a Christian, you are in by the greatest power that anyone could pray for. You have the one true and living God existing within you. Under the authority of Jesus Christ and the power of the shed blood can move Lives can be changed, and the enemy can be defeated if we just believe. He said, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, cast out devils. In my name, lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. In my name. Things happen in the name of Jesus. Things happen at the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So where is your mountain tonight? Where is your mountain? What does your mountain look like? What does your mountain feel like? What does your mountain seem like? Identify your mountain. And when you identify and as you identify your mountain, get your word together. Get your scriptures together. Study those scriptures. Study the context. Study the stories of the Bible surrounding those scriptures. Get a good understanding and change the characters. You might be reading about Paul and Silas locked up in jail. Take Paul out of jail and put yourself there. Hallelujah. And what did Paul and Silas do? They praised God to the prison cells opened up. That's what you do. You put your name with Paul and Silas. Put your name there. Put your situation there. And you do what they did. You begin to praise God like Paul and Silas did. And the cell that you're in, the, the, the bondage that you're experiencing, the circumstance that seems like it won't let you go, you begin to praise God till 
something happens. Praise God to the door opens. Praise God till you feel deliverance coming your way. Oh, praise God, praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody tonight listening to this ministry, and you are saying, Pastor Jones, I am going through. Pastor Jones, I am dealing with something right now. Well, I want to offer you Jesus. I want to offer you what I know works. I can't talk about what I don't know about. Tell you, I have 40 years of walking with the man Jesus. Hey, hey, hallelujah. I got 40 years of serving this man. And all you got to do is confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Repent of your sins. Acknowledge that he died. On that cross He gave his life for you For me For all mankind Acknowledge it Believe it And then confess That love Sent him to that cross His love Caused him to obey the cross And then he got up again On the third day With all power in his hand And he said, I give you the keys to the kingdom, and whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound, my God. And whatsoever you loose shall be loosed. That's what God wants you to do. All you got to do is acknowledge him, Jesus, into your heart right now. Say, Lord, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Forgive me of my sins. I receive Jesus Christ." As my Lord and Savior And I denounce My former beliefs My former alliances And I align With the gospel of Jesus Christ I align with the love And the mercy And the compassion of Jesus Christ And I want the Lord Jesus To be my Savior That's all you have to say. Tell God, I want the Lord Jesus to be my Savior. I want Jesus to make a difference in my life. And I say yes to him. Yes, Lord. Yes, Jesus. Yes to your word. Hallelujah. Forgive me of my sins, and I am forgiven because I believe. That what I pray, what I ask for, that our dear Father, God Almighty, has heard my prayer. And if you prayed that prayer, if you made that confession, I want to let you know that you are a newborn Christian, born again. You are free from sin. You are free from the yoke and the bondage of the enemy. You're free from the past. You're free from the struggle that you've been in. Be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Where has Christ has set you free? You are free tonight. It's a new season for you. Hallelujah. I invite you to visit my website, myjudifier.com. M Y J U D A H 
F-I-R-E, My Judifier. Go to that website and click on that tab that says Salvation. And there are some wonderful scriptures there, lessons there, that can bring you into a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. And God will bless you. And you can wage war against your enemy and go forth in victory. And you can respond to that question, where's your mountain? Where is your response? It's under my feet. (laughs) Where's my mountain? It's under my feet. Hallelujah. God has removed that mountain and made a highway out of the mountain. I'm passing through. I'm passing over. I'm going to my next place of victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's what God, that's what God wants us to say tonight. Praise God, Pastor Ty. God bless. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, God. Praise the Lord. Where is your mountain? I just bless and thank God for that word that came forth this evening. We bless and thank God for Pastor Montez Jones and Judah Fire and what God is doing with and through him. Hallelujah, God. By faith, we know and believe that someone out there gave their life to Christ this evening, and we encourage you to find a Bible-believing, preaching, teaching sanctuary where you can grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and heal from the trials and the tribulations of this world. And for those of you close to the Coatesville area, when Pastor Montez comes back on the air, he will um, tell you how to get to his sanctuary, amen, where you can continue to grow in the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. But until then, that's why God has Purpose Kingdom Network here for each and every one of you. We'd like to thank you for listening in to us this evening, and we invite you to listen in tomorrow evening at 9 p.m. for DTW Ministries. That's Deliverance Through the Word, DTW Ministries, with the host, Reverend Aaron Williams. You do not want to miss that anointed Man of God. Again, at 9 p.m. tomorrow evening, right here on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We invite you to follow us via any of our social media pages on Facebook as well as on LinkedIn. We're Purpose Kingdom. On Instagram and Twitter, we are Purpose underscore Kingdom. We also invite you to follow our webpage, www.pknradio. Again, www.pknradio.com, where God has blessed us to broadcast gospel music 24 hours a day. You can also, on the website, Uh, get in contact with any of the hosts from the ministries that you hear at Purpose Kingdom Network. We will be adding Pastor Montez Jones to the website within the upcoming week. Hallelujah, God. We um, would also like to let you know that we we would like to, I'm sorry, 
Mm-mm. I'm getting tongue-tied. The devil is a liar. We will also like to let you know of another new ministry that will be coming forward shortly, and that ministry is called For Real. You will hear more information about that on our website, and the host is Reverend Dr. Eileen Maddox, and that ministry is For Real. We just bless and thank and praise God for all he is doing here at Purpose Kingdom Network. We thank and praise God for the call for us to even invite the Montez on. We I just bless God right now. I just bless, bless God. For I know this evening as he broadcasted to the nations worldwide, hallelujah, God, broadcasting to the nations worldwide, currently having over 14,000 listeners, that a prophecy spoken over him is being fulfilled this evening. Bless God for his obedience, his willingness to be obedient, and for the unctioning and the anointing of the Holy Spirit on his life. Pastor Montez, the ministry is back in your hand. Praise God, praise God, for Purpose Kingdom Network and Pastor Ty Daly. That's what it's all about, reaching souls for Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you, before I get excited here, I want to just let everybody know that the address to our con- our church is 840 East Chestnut Street, 840 East Chestnut Street, Coatesville, Pennsylvania, 19320. You can follow us on social media, Judah Ministries, C-O-G-I-C, Church of God in Christ. Judah Ministries, C-O-G-I-C, on Twitter, My Judifier, and on Instagram, My Judifier. So check us out. You can follow us there, but whatever you do, don't lose your faith. Don't lose your faith. What is faith? Faith is dead to doubts, dumb to discouragements, blind to impossibilities. Faith knows nothing, lifts its hands up through the threatening clouds. Faith lays hold of him who has all power in heaven and on earth. Faith makes the outlook good and the outlook bright. Faith makes the inlook favorable and the future glorious. Oh, praise God. I was created. You were created. We were created to make his praise glorious, giving God the glory. And that's what Judah fire is all about. Judah means praise. We praise God for relationship with him. We praise God that we have been redeemed from the hand of the enemy. We praise God that we walk in the newness of life. Hallelujah. We walk in the truth of God's word. He whom the Son 
has set free is free indeed. You have to accept that. Praise the Lord. You are free. No longer bound. No more chains are holding you. There is a resting for the people of God. There is a place of peace, a place of safety. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty God. What better place to be? What better place to be? Then on the Lord's side, in the safety of the Lord. Hallelujah. No weapon that's formed against us. Prosper. So hold on to your faith. Faith is not belief without proof, but trust without reservation. Faith is unseen, but felt. Faith is strength when we feel we have none. Faith is hope when all seems lost. Faith is not the belief that God will do just what you want. It is the belief that God will do what is right. Isn't the ability to believe long and far into the misty future. It's simply taking God at his word and taking the next step. Dr. Martin Luther King said, faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. Hallelujah. Do you have faith tonight? Accept Jesus into your heart. Let Jesus lead you. He'll lead you all the way. He'll take you. He'll take you further and into your future. He'll take you into places you only dreamed of. Teach you that that mountain, oh, my God, that mountain that seems impossible, he'll show you how to pray, as we said earlier, how to pray and what to pray for. God is a strategist. Oh, yes, he is. God is a strategist. He will speak to your spirit and give you how to handle every and any situation that comes your way. And that's what we have to understand about God. Everything that God will reveal to you, you may not be able to open up your Bible and get a word for word. No, your Bible and get a confirmation of what God is directing you in your heart, mind, and soul. And then the scriptures will confirm and establish. And God will then send witnesses, as the scripture says, that every word be established out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. Oh, God knows what he's doing. You say, oh, some, so-and-so said this, so-and-so said, I heard that somewhere. That ain't nothing but the Holy Ghost establishing his word. <laughs> that ain't nothing but the Holy Ghost saying, you know that, that, that you felt in your heart? That was me. That was me. You were right. And the same way that he will confirm that you are right, he'll let you know if you're wrong. Amen. And that comes from a relationship with God. Come from reading the word, fasting and praying, worshiping and praising God. Don't underestimate 
the power of your praise and your worship. I'll say that again. Don't underestimate the power of your praise and your worship. Your praise and your worship is transformational. Praise God. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, wherever you might be at work, you might be in your car, you might be at home, you might be in a hospital, you might be in the prison. Listen, it doesn't matter where you are. Praises of God will take you into an all-consuming atmosphere. It transcends geographical lines and barriers because God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit because bodily exercise profiteth little. But when you praise God with your heart, worship him from the depths of your soul, when you speak well of God and you invite him and invoke his love and his presence, he will abide with you. He will dwell with you. He will sup with you. He will minister to you. He will impact you. Praise God and usher you into a victorious experience. Praise be unto our God. I pray that these words that God has inspired us to share tonight have been uplifting and inspirational to you. This is Pastor Montez O'Jones of Judah Fire saying, God bless you. He's blessed. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. I will not lose. Step one wanna see me down, I will not lose. Yeah.